welcome back to Rush Hour. I'm Nicole. And I'm Amukta. And we have a news-filled day today. Yep. So, there's been, like, a lot more news recently. At least, okay, that's probably just me because I've been researching all the news for my news quizzes and history. But (laughs) I have seen a lot more news um, this week. And one of the really big news stories is that a suspected Chinese spy balloon has been detected flying over the continental U.S., which every is front page everywhere. Everybody's covering it. Um, So you probably already know. But here are a few of the specifics for that story. Um, Pentagon spokesperson Pat Ryder stated that as soon as the government detected the balloon over Billings, Montana, which is where they first detected the balloon, it apparently came from uh, Canada. Oh, so into across the US. The Pacific? It, yeah. Okay. It was like going over water uh-huh. and then went to Canada and then came over here. But they first detected it over Billings, Montana, and um, the government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. Um, and a group of military defense leaders discussed shooting it out of the sky, but they ultimately decided against it because. If you shoot it out of the sky and it comes falling down and there's, like, a bunch of people and civilians underneath, that's not the Mm -hmm. safest option. (laughs) So they decided against that. Um, But the Chinese, we didn't really know if it was from China until today because the Chinese foreign ministry claimed that the balloon was a civilian airship used for weather research that deviated from its planned course. So it is certain that it does belong to China. Um, that is just what they're saying the balloon actually is. Um, but the situation has raised tensions with China that have been high recently because of increased U.S. military presence near Taiwan and the Philippines. And the U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was supposed to fly to China tonight, but has postponed his trip because of the balloon, um, which created, quote, conditions that undermine the purpose of the trip. So there's a lot of high tensions going on right now. If you look up news, you'll see this like on the headlines everywhere. Right. Um, Because it's an active story right now. And yeah, well, high tension, like you said. We'll have to see how it pans out. Like what it actually, (laughs) like nobody actually knows what it is, why it's here. Obviously Mm -hmm. China gave their report on um, all all of that, but I don't know. And they also won't tell us like where it is currently. It could be over Mercer Island right now. It could be, but I think, (laughs) I feel like we'd be able to see it unless it's cloudy. Well, it's supposed to be, I mean, it is cloudy today, but it's supposed to be higher than like even jets fly. So it's supposed to be like really, really, really high up in the atmosphere. I'm not sure why that would be a civilian airship though, because didn't they claim it was a civilian airship? Oh. That's a little strange. Like for weather purposes, I think I could understand, but... Mm. If civilians have to be on the balloon or the airship, that's to like collect an astronaut the data. mission. <laughs> that would if it is that high, because it's yeah. Everybody's saying that it's really, really high. Mm-hmm. It's not just like at plane level. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like people could, depending on the machine or whatever is flying, yeah. they could survive and like be fine. Right, but right. 
actually that is something to think about (laughs) well that is that you guys have probably heard a lot about that but um that is what's going on and by next show we'll probably have more updates on that that we can give to you all yep but um our next piece of news a little unrelated to like these international tensions and stuff which are also very relevant um, but nationally in the United States, there's been thousands of layoffs in the past year or so, like we've talked about in some of our past episodes with like the uh, Silicon Valley companies, especially like Google and Amazon and Microsoft, too, I think, had to, had a bunch of layoffs recently. But despite that, 517,000 jobs opened up in January of 2023 and the unemployment rate fell to 3.4 percent, um, which is actually the lowest it's been in five decades Um, which is great for us, actually. It means our economy is going to or is currently doing well. Um, But a recent survey conducted found out that more than half the people who were recently searching for jobs usually found them within a month. And inflation has also been falling lately uh, compared to um, (laughs) inflation rates of 2022, where we were like, oh my gosh, the gas prices. And it was just like crazy skyrocketing. Egg prices. Egg prices. um, (laughs) Milk, too, I think, was pretty high. Um, and people are hoping that we can catch up to it within the end of the year so that we can get back to whatever we consider normal. <laughs> That's good. I yeah. feel we've never said anything or had any good news about the economy on that this show true. ever it's always been like but maybe that's things. also because there hasn't been good news i mean yeah that's, <laughs> so it's good that like something something good is coming out of it and yeah. i thought that we were supposed to go into a recession soon everybody was predicting a recession although mm-hmm. i did hear some people were predicting that like everybody was freaking out but some people were predicting that it's like not actually going to happen mm-hmm. Which I feel like, I don't know how a recession could, I, I don't think I should discuss this here because it's probably just me like not being ignorant and like not knowing how the economy <laughs> works. Um, but I don't know how a recession could even happen if people are expecting it, right? Because it's true. all about like stocks and people running out of stocks. That's actually, that's what I wanted to say too. Like if you expect the recession, you're doing everything you can to make sure it doesn't happen. Which I feel like right. would help prevent. And like knowing that it's going to happen, people would, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess knowing that it's going to happen, people would take their shares out now before it falls. And then That's I could just true. make it, but I, I'm not really but sure. But that, that might also make it worse if people start like exactly. selling, so, crazy selling their shares. I'm not really that educated in the topic. <laughs> Economics is and, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to be an economics episode yeah. or show anytime soon. Um, just relaying the news. But that is some good economic news yeah. for your day. Um, all right. So back to bad news. <laughs> we all know that the South is having tremendous ice storms this week. There's 400,000 power outages um, in the South and like especially in Texas and Oklahoma. Um, and while the South continues to suffer, the cold is spreading to New England, where wind chills of minus 35 to minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit will be experienced. Wow. Which we've been talking a lot. New England. So like, yeah, above New York, Uh like Maine, 
I don't actually know U.S. geography that much, so I don't know what's above New York. Yeah, I know but, for sure Maine. Oh, Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. okay. I always thought it was below New York, but apparently it's above. But anyways, um, so all of New England is going to experience, fr- like, okay, much below freezing temperatures. Oh. And the coldest temperatures will be felt um, tonight and Saturday morning. So those are when those winds, winds are going to come in and those chills are going to drop extremely below zero in certain places um temps are going to be low enough to cause frostbite in just 10 minutes of being outside wow so yeah we were talking about with like russia and china i think having with having like record lows negative 80 degrees yeah that's just another level that's crazy (laughs) and we were talking about how people were there were just going out and doing their daily routines, <laughs> going outside, going to work, all of that stuff. But if negative, like, 40-degree temperatures can cause frostbite in 10 minutes, I don't know how anybody could go outside in those places that we talked about before. No. That's, yeah, that's insane. Wow. Well, the Weather Prediction Center has predicted that this could be the coldest temperatures felt in decades in New England. So we're going to see how they all... It's already, like, pretty cold over there, so I can't imagine. (laughs) I'm thinking about Buffalo all the time. Buffalo, like, New York, seems to just have all of the worst cold weathers. (laughs) And, like, this year, it's just been cold after cold, storm after storm. It doesn't stop. With the hurricanes and, like, the weird... Yeah, you're right, with the stormy weather especially. That's... It's been... It's been, like, a roller coaster. (laughs) And it's raining here, too, but we're in the good 40 yeah. degrees. I so. saw frozen water while I was walking, like, last Sunday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, like, frost and, like, frost on the ground. Or mm-hmm. I saw frozen water, too. It was it was in, like, the 20s. It was. It was I think 21 point. degrees is what the yeah. lowest was on Sunday. But now it's, like, really warming up because yesterday it was 50 degrees and sunny, and it was so nice. It was amazing. Um, but, but yeah, weather has just has been weird everywhere with fluctuations. Yeah. But. Which is um, weird with climate change because you're like, the earth is warming, but everybody's getting colder. I think climate change in general is like any kind of climate change, but with global warming, it just hasn't been keeping up. It's so weird. I know. Um. Well, that's the weather. Yeah. (laughs) Um, moving on from the weather, um. I don't know if I have to add a trigger warning in front of this story because it is a little gruesome. So if you don't like murder, then maybe don't turn listen. the volume down. Yeah, but but keep listening. Keep afterwards. listening. <laughs> Come back in like a few minutes. Yeah, but on Thursday, three bodies were found in an abandoned part uh, in an abandoned apartment in Detroit, and two of them were confirmed to be rappers who went missing almost two weeks ago, which is kind of eerie. And the police say the cause of death is currently unknown, but body parts were found strewn in the apartment basement. So these are like intestines, not intestines, oh. like in internal body parts, but like external body parts too. Um, and police are also having a hard time investigating because of the body decay itself, because it's been, like I said, like one or two weeks since these people disappeared and they probably haven't been alive since then. Um, and also because of, the rat infestation it's an abandoned apartment so there's like rats everywhere and it's just um it's hard to make out what's going on and they've also blamed part of the cause uh like 
part of the reason being able to and I not identify the the cause of death as the cold weather, which I'm not sure how that comes into play, but that was one of the main reasons they stated as well. And a 15-year-old boy was picked up as a prime suspect because he had a vehicle that belonged to one of the victims. But when they investigated the car, there were no signs of struggle or violence inside. Um, but the teenager is still currently in custody. Um, in, well, they say it's, he's in custody, but the, he, they, the public doesn't know if he's been arrested or not. But, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is something. Yeah. That is really gruesome. It's weird. I had to... A story this big, it was like mid, in the middle of the rest of the news article. Mm-hmm. So the Chinese balloon and like um, inflation and the recession have all been taking up the headlines. And this was kind of yeah. buried away in the little corner. So I thought I would bring it out. I know. That is really, uh, you hear about, <laughs> you hear about like shootings and yeah. And some, fights and massacres all the time but it's less about like these gruesome murders exactly um this is the kind of stuff that you would see in like tv shows i was thinking about that i was thinking <laughs> about a criminal minds episode oh. like this would 100 percent. it seems be. so fictional <laughs> i know although that's like what's creepy that's what i think is creepy about those um those shows like criminal minds is that like it actually happens. Oh, so it's like I I watched like three episodes of that show, and it was so I don't know. It was like psychic, or I don't know what the word is, but it was so yeah, I yeah. Know, I it messed with my head too much. I couldn't. I couldn't keep watching. Yeah, but the psychological psychological thriller, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those those are those are like horror, but they mess with your mind more. Uh, yeah. I know. I hate horror movies. I will never watch any <laughs> horror movie, whether it's like fictional or it's like those documentaries, like the Dahmer documentary. I can oh. never watch any kind of documentary or horror or anything like that. But <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> that is our big news for today. And we have our speed news segment and we have some interesting little pieces of news. So let's dive right in. All right, so a green comet called, gosh, here is a name. This sounds like Elon Musk's kid. <laughs> this is C slash 2022 E3 ZTF, which is the name of the comet. So this green comet reached its closest point to Earth in 50,000 years on Thursday morning. The rare comet was 26 million miles from Earth, which seems far away, but is actually close enough to see with the naked eye in in the right place with the right weather conditions. Oh. So, yeah, this has not been around since the Stone Age. And, oh. Um, it should not come back to that close for another 50,000 years. Okay, so, like, our long line of descendants. <laughs> exactly. Well, way, way out in the future, we'll probably see it. But, exactly. Um, next, Beyonce announced a new Renaissance World Tour. Renaissance just reminds me of history. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the Renaissance World Tour is coming after her $24 million performance in Dubai, which actually got a lot of um, criticism. Over Did the it really? Social- yeah, it was weird. It was, like, oh for gosh. all sorts of reasons. Um, I think Dubai, maybe because oh, there was, right. like, it's right. not... Contra- it's kind of controversial because it's socially and politically 
it, I'm, I'm just going to stop there because that's not really what the story is about. Okay. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I saw I saw that concert all over TikTok. I did, too. <laughs> everybody, everybody there was, like, in the comments was saying, oh, I don't know. I would, like, for sure make this my last performance ever. I don't know how she could ever go and perform again after this, like, huge huge thing that she did but now she is going on a world tour so she's gonna have a lot <laughs> so, of more yeah. performances but that is exciting um a doggy daycare in seattle had a dryer fire which sounds sad um because it spread through the building but firefighters were able to make it to the scene in time and rescued 115 dogs were those all the dogs or I'm assuming. Okay. I really hope it was. I, I really hope too. I wasn't <laughs> able to find if it was all of the dogs, but I... 115 is a lot. Yeah. I don't know how they could care for that many, <laughs> but yeah. And then... Oh, also, I have the next story. Sorry. Several monkeys have been stolen this week from zoos, which I probably shouldn't laugh because <laughs> they're probably, they might be in danger, but... A dozen squirrel monkeys from Zuziana in Louisiana <laughs> went missing on Saturday, and two days later, a pair of emperor tamarind monkeys were stolen from the Dallas Zoo. And adding on to this, the man who kidnapped the two tamarind monkeys from the Dallas Zoo was also suspected of other similar incident, uh, incidents with the monkeys and with some other animals as well from zoos. So this, they have one one suspect who's been like kidnapping all of these monkeys which is a little interesting so, yeah <laughs> that i i don't know like why anybody would feel the want i guess they're like exotic animals that yeah. i mean the tamarind monkeys rare. they have like the the mustaches i don't know if that adds i don't know if that's a fact <laughs> yeah if i were, if i were to steal a monkey it would definitely be the one with the mustache <laughs> but yeah those hopefully Hopefully they find those monkeys again. There's no news about um, them recovering, but that was just a little interesting piece that we wanted to add. Um, and that is the rest of our speed news. So we're going to do one more segment. We have so much news. I, I'm like just now realizing how much news <laughs> we like feed to you guys during this show. But <laughs> this last one is good because it's good it's our good news segment yep so i don't know how else to describe it this is good news um we have three pieces of good news today the first one is that there is a barbie doll series called inspiring woman where multiple inspiring women from across the world have been made into their own doll makeup artist pat mcgrath fashion designer lan Yu, and creator of gray's anatomy and how to get away with murder Shonda Rhimes are just a few of those women, and there has recently been a new addition to the series, the first black and Native American female pilot, Bessie Coleman, who is also referred to as Brave Bessie for her daring stunts while flying, like figure eights or climbing onto the wings of the plane while it's in midair, which impressed everybody and got her the nickname. So she grew up in Texas, but after one semester of college, she could not afford any more, and she heard that women in France had more rights and could even fly planes. This is in the 19, early 1900s. So she decided that she wanted to become a pilot, but no 
aviator in America would teach her. So she taught herself French instead and sailed to France where she joined a flight school and received her international pilot's license in 1921. Wow, that's real perseverance. Oh my I know. God. <laughs> You're not going to teach me how to fly. I'm going to learn French <laughs> and learn it in France instead. I would like to have that dedication. <laughs> me too. Um, next, uh, you know the grumpy cat meme? Um, it actually passed away recently, which is kind of oh sad. Gosh. Not the point of the good news. <laughs> but um, there's actually an original grumpy cat. The actual, So the, the grumpy cat that we see as a meme on TV actually had a facial deformity, which is why it was called grumpy cat. But the original grumpy cat, um, it's it's not like a, a facial deformity and it's not genetic. It's like throughout the whole species that has the same face. So oh. that's, it's called the original grumpy cat. But before the meme grumpy cat was born, the original grumpy cat known as a palace's cat was recently found on Mount Everest, which is an interesting place to find a grumpy cat. Yeah. But the Octolobus monol, which is like the scientific name for the palace's cat, it's a very rare species and hasn't been spotted since 2019, even in the national park that Mount Everest is in. So that, that raised some concerns for the species, but it's actually not in any danger of extinction, which is news for once, because every species we normally talk about is like either on the brink of extinction or is extinct or like they're trying to save it. Um, but the scientific community is super thrilled to have spotted it because they haven't seen it in like almost four years. Yeah, that is actually <laughs> really good. This is kind of like the there's a lot of animal extinct or like opposite of animal extinctions in news is recently because we were talking yeah. about the rhinos last week. It really is good news. Now there's the grumpy cat, which I love. A grumpy cat. <laughs> um, but if you look up pictures of its face, um, it's really cute. So you should, you should go I find know. <laughs> it. Actually, I was looking at pictures before this and it will make your day. <laughs> All right. We have our last story for today, which is another thing that I've been seeing on TikTok recently, which is 53-year-old Gary McKee ran a marathon every single day of 2022. Oh my god. Every single day to raise money for cancer. In total, he ran 9,500 miles during the year, which is equivalent to crossing the United States 3 times. And to top it all off, his marathon was merely a part of his morning routine before he went to work at the Sellafield nuclear site. So his goal was to raise, his original goal was to raise 1 million pounds, which is um, 1.24 million U.S. dollars. But he ended up raising close to 1.5 million for charities um, such as the Hospice at Home West Cumbria and the Macmillan Cancer Support Programs. So that really is amazing. I know. That's what, 26 miles every single day? Twenty, Yeah, 26.2. I don't think I even run like one mile every single day. I, yeah, I don't think I could run, I don't think I could run more than four miles. <laughs> and that's like, I could run four miles like during when I was doing cross country, like in right, the middle right. of the season. Yeah. I don't think I could do even three now. <laughs> but yeah. like yeah. if you if you keep going, I mean, I'm sure there's motivation, but like. If I were to run a marathon, that would be like a one-time thing for me. I know. And also, he's like 53 years old. 
like yeah. to add to the age on top of it. And the he fi- he yeah. works. And so. he works at a nuclear site. So wow, the amount of dedication that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And 1.5 million. That is that's a lot of money. A lot of money. For just from running. That's, just from running. That's really amazing. Right. Well, that is going to end our show today. We hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something new or gained more insight about the news that you've been watching throughout the week. Um, But yeah, we're going to be back. Same time, same place. And until then, you can keep listening to 88.9 The Bridge. I guess I had to fall in love, stranger